Hi, and welcome to the Reviture podcast. I'm your host, Kyle Taylor, Director of Employee Engagement for Reviture, and um, really happy to have you listening to our first pilot episode. And uh, we get a lot of requests from, from associates wanting to hear from uh, our software engineers who are already working out on projects, you know, what's life like, what's their story, what's happening. So uh, happy to present you our first guest uh, on this podcast, Everett Klingshern. He's a Reviture software engineer who went through the business uh, analysis, or sorry, business analyst uh, curriculum and is now deployed working as a software engineer for Reviture in California. So welcome, Everett. Yeah, thanks, Kyle. Thanks for having me. Thanks. So, yeah, as I, uh, we've talked briefly, you know, it's, it's just want to get to know you, get some insights on, on what's life like for a software engineer. Um, you know, a lot of people want to know that. So I thought we'd keep it, you know, casual. Maybe just start off a little bit, you know, your background, you know, where you're from and, and just kind of what got you interested in um, technology in the first place. Yeah, of course. Um, so, yeah, um, born and raised in Ohio. Um, so Northwest Ohio is, you know, hometown uh, called Holgate, Ohio, very small, probably about a thousand people that live in the city, um, you know, very rural area. And then I was able to go to Ohio University for my undergrad. Um, there, I double majored in management information systems and business analytics. Um, so I, actually, before I got to OU, um, I was very into like wanted to be a teacher. And so mm -hmm. when I wanted to be a teacher, uh, when I went there, for whatever reason, I freaked out. I didn't want to do it anymore. Wasn't really interested <laughs> in it. And then I kind of always remembered, you know, they, they kept asking me, so what do you truly enjoy doing? Uh, what do you really like? What do you could you do every single day and not get tired of it? And that's kind of what they were really, really feeding me to get to think like. And that's, you know, when I really thought about it, I'm like, I, you know, I love analytics. I love baseball. I, I mean, I don't know how many times I got baseball cards when I was a kid. I look up, you know, batting average, home runs, and, and a lot of the analytics there. And um, something I really had a passion for. But, you know, I liked math, and maybe that math teacher was kind of a thing. But I also kind of realized that I was always interested in technology. I was always reading news about what's new in AI or you know, what are, you know, different kinds of, you know, programming languages, what's, what are the new trends, like, what can we see happening in 10, 20, 50 years, like, there's a lot of those articles that really draw this interest, so I'm, you know what, I'm like, I'm gonna sign up for MIS, Management Information Systems, and, you know, the rest is history, and that's where we're at now. Great, yeah, well, so we may have to have a, a separate uh, discussion about baseball analytics and stuff, I'd love to uh, discuss those, I'm a big <laughs> Baseball fan and uh, yeah, fascinated how uh, you know data and and trends and all those insights are now changing the way the game is played. But uh, uh, for 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 another podcast. Um, mm -hmm. So great, thanks for the you know your background. Great to hear you know what what got you interested in uh, in, in technology. You know, kind of where things are headed, big picture. Um, I think is also very fascinating. So um, so that led you to you know interested in technology, um, and then you know Reviture came along. Um, you completed your training there as you know, most people listening to this are, are probably in training now. So, um, you know, I thought maybe they probably want to hear about the, um, you know, the life as a software engineer. So you, you've completed your training, um, and then you got, uh, selected by, uh, one of our integrators is Cognizant. Is that right? Correct. Cognizant. Yep. 
Okay. And uh, so obviously for them, you're, you're not working, well, most people are not working directly for Cognizance, working for one of Cognizance clients. Um, so, so how did that process go once you were, once you were, you know, first selected by Cognizance, you know, kind of what happened after that? Wasn't mm -hmm. on a project, but I was going in a few days a week, doing a little bit of work, a little bit of data analysis and things like that. And then, you know, got an interview with uh, the client. Um, so now I, that's the project I'm currently on, which is with Warner Bros. And which is, it's been an amazing experience so far. Um, you know, going out here, I've been on the project since August. Um, when I interviewed for it, they basically said, hey, like, very, very straightforward. Um, they're like, hey, you're going to be working, you know, kind of, this is kind of the schedule you have around. These are the roles and responsibilities specific for this. And, and it's funny because I, they also are trying to look for a role that is, you know, unique to you. Like, what is something that interests you? as well while you're interviewing. So although you're, you know, you're on the bench, uh, is a term you would hear uh, if you're mm -hmm. with Cognizant or select by, you'll be on the bench at the very beginning and then they'll find that project. And there's uneasiness when you're on that bench. And um, so the, I, I just remember interviewing for that project and I just remember sitting there and like, wow, this is, this is like, you know, Warner Bros. Like this is something that you only see on TV and it wasn't necessarily a role that was, you know, interested me greatly, you know, all my, specifically what department I was going to be in. And I think that there was, you know, some uncertainty and, you know, what my training was, which was being a business analyst. Not a lot of what I did there is actually a part of my project there now. Um, mm -hmm. It's very, very different, you know, so we think, hey, we're going to work scrum and we're going to have mm -hmm. daily stand up and we're going to do sprints and, you know, that can be applicable to a lot of projects. But for my specific project, it wasn't like that. Um, so there, there's always that. Um, there's just a lot of uncertainty. Um, and for my experience transitioning, you know, out here and it was, you know, over a few months, which is good because sometimes you might not get that leeway. They might say yeah, a couple of weeks, we need you out there. But mm -hmm. either way, hey, they cognizant will work with you when you're interviewing for with clients and getting projects and they'll work with you finding something that, that you truly want to do. And I think that's something that when you're making that transition to wherever you're going to go, um, be very, how do I say, be comfortable with being uncomfortable because you're, it's very uncertain. Like everybody's story is going to be different, but you know, being able to take that experience and that transition and, you know, ask questions and, really voice your opinion early on one that shows initiative, but I think it's going to put you in a better spot going forward. You're going to be happier with the work you're going to do. And I think the one thing I wish I would have done maybe a little bit better was, Hey, like, I'm not sure if this role is specific for me and really get to know the role that you will be in before you're like, Oh, I, I yeah, I just want to be hop on that right now. Being on the bench, is not a bad thing. Um, so sometimes take that time, make sure it's a role right for you. If, you know, if you were, if you like it, you know, don't mm -hmm. take it if you're not going to like it. And I've heard before that, you know, be a, kind of this on the consulting practice side where a lot of our uh, BA batches, you know, go into with Cognizant, it is a little bit more of that, you know, you can be on the internal bench of Cognizant and sort of um, have a little bit of control or influence or be responsible for getting yourself on, on project meeting with people is, and is, I understand it right. As far, I mean, as far as you know, is that a little bit more so for the, for the BA, um, folks out there uh, compared to the pure software development folks? 
Yeah, I would say BH in being a business analyst, it's just so different because you, you know, a lot of it is interacting with the client, you know, mm. getting that FaceTime, building relationships. And, you know, I'm software engineers where, you know, you're focusing on, hey, how do I build this functionality? Um, so, yes, it mm. is very different. And plus, as a software engineer, you know, really could work pretty much anywhere as long as you just, you know, got your mm -hmm. necessarily equipment in front of you. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, being on the bench, it's different because there's so many different roles that you can have. There's so many different projects and they're all unique. Whereas, Hey, as a software engineer, you focus on this kind of technology. So you know how to do that. So I doubt you're going to be transitioning. You kind of know what you're going to end up doing. Whereas business analysts, mm -hmm. Hey, you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what project's going to come up and what your roles and responsibilities are. Sure. So, so it sounds like you had a good experience with Reviture, um, you know, having a good experience now working for one of Reviture's clients, Cognizant, and, and their end client, which is, which is Warner Brothers. Um, you know, you've been there, I think, just, you know, under a year. So, um, you know, maybe, maybe working for them full time uh, in the future, um, you know, who knows. But as far as, um, you know, beyond this current role, you know, now, now that you're in it, um, do you have a better idea? Are you starting to kind of narrow down where you want your career to go when it comes to the technology field? Or is, uh, or is it still, you know, is it still kind of wide open and, and, and seeing where things take you? Yeah, it's, I, I would definitely say a little bit of both. Uh, you know, I, I kind of see myself going more into a, you know, project management kind of style of a role. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that's something that I have a good skill set for. And I think that's something I, that really interests me. Um, but however, I know, you know, when it comes to like setting goals down the road, like, do I really want to be this when I'm, you know, let's say like mm -hmm. 30, some, you know, 10 years down the road, I, I don't really know. Um, I right. think that's something where as I am focused on getting valuable experience and, you know, quite frankly, I'll say programming still interests me. So, you know, maybe, maybe, Hey, I'm going to, you know, learn some, you know, Python, you know? something like that or evolving my skill set. So I think it's more or less I'm focused now on, Hey, maybe a project manager role is kind of what I want to do. And if I like that, Hey, I'm, I'm going to focus on that. But I think it's really just searching for what I really enjoy doing for now. And then I mm -hmm. also want to be able to find that company that is going to help me, you know, grow within those, that kind of role, um, mm. you know, to, you know, both to become the best, I can be at my job and, you know, even, you know, personally in my personal life as well. So mm -hmm. something like that. So a lot of uncertainty, but uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's just part of it, you know, especially working mm -hmm. in tech. <laughs> no, well, I think you're, you're, you're obviously, it sounds like looking at, you know, kind of all aspects of your future career, not just, you know, a specific role you're targeting, which I think is, it's good. It's helpful, right? There's, there's a lot more things to consider. And, you know, especially for those of our associates that haven't, um, you know, worked in, you know, the, the industry yet, uh, you know, are still straight out of college. It's something that, um, you know, we talk about a lot that there's, you know, it, this first year or two with Reviture, it's good, it's good to sort of start to figure out what, what do you like? What do you not like? And not just again, roles, but other things you mentioned. So let me throw out a few different items here. So you mentioned like the, you know, the, the fit of the company, uh, room to grow, uh, so I think that, you know, and kind of having exper experience, making sure you're, you're, you're building on your expertise, um, you know, other things, other factors, I'm sure, you know, think about, you know, in, in your next role down the road, um, of course, salary, uh, location. Um, so, you know, 
among all those things you'd say at this stage in your career, it's, it's, uh, you know, the kind of more important or the more important factors are the experience room to grow, uh, you know, looking for like a bigger yeah. company, would you say, or. I would say, um, yes, I would say that would be something that would interest me. Uh, mm -hmm. but more or less I'm focusing on, you know, finding experiences that are unique and, whether that is with a startup, you know, I don't know where I'll mm -hmm. be in a few years. So what, what what's right. like a startup or what if it is a larger company? Mm -hmm. um, do, you know, I'm still wondering if I like having, you know, a structure where, Hey, I, can I work remotely a lot more and be able to, you know, have more time at home and, you know, cause commuting, I'll tell you this, commuting in LA <laughs> might be one of the least favorite things. <laughs> it yeah. is terrible. Or, and I mean, I don't even go that far. I mean, people do two hours commuting mm -hmm. in and out. Like that's just crazy to me. But I, you know, when I look, when I'm looking for my next role, I will say this: I'm looking for somebody that's going to be a good mentor, a good boss, mm -hmm. um, because I'm still have so many things that I need to work on. You know, I've grown a lot in my time at Reviture. The, the past year, 2019, was a year where I've learned so much and I'm very grateful for the opportunity, the experience that I was able to receive. Now it's, you know, it's finding that what's that next opportunity? Well, who's that person that's going to, you know, push me to a point where I'm really going to gain valuable experience. Not to, not something to just put on a resume. Cause you know, I honestly could put Reviture, a lot of this Reviture stuff on a resume. It's going to look good because you worked with a lot of different tools and technology, but it's like, now it's, you know, we're on these projects and these projects, you know, the one I'm in now is you learn so much from it. And a lot of it stems from your boss. So if you have good mentorship, you have good leadership in front of you and they're going to guide you the way that you need, you know, that you want to be led. You want to get to where you want to be, where I want to be a project manager. Well, I think that's something that I've, you know, within this project, I've really focused on, hey, I want to do kind of a role like this. I like these activities that I'm doing. How am I doing them? You know, asking about how can I do them better? Um, you know, and just evaluating yourself as well. So I think that's something where personally for me, I know that I need just new experiences because I'm just very new. Like I, I just graduated college a year ago, went through revenue training and now it's finding that mentorship, that leadership that, hey, like this is going to give me a skill set that and an experience that I would get nowhere else. And I'm happy for it. And I've grown as a professional because of it. That's that's great. I think that is a, a, a real key to you know career development in general is that is the mindset of um, there's there's never going to be that that role where you, you get in and you're like, oh, OK, this is it. Now I'm set for the next you know, a couple of decades. It's um, those just roles just don't exist. And so, yeah, the idea of uh, continuing to grow that growth mindset, I think is, is really helpful. Now, is that something that you kind of had in mind when you came out of school before joining Reventure or, um, or were you, you know, not knowing what to expect? Were you kind of thinking, you know, the path is you join Reventure, they put you on a company, you find a good company, and then you're just, you know, you're kind of, you're, 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 you're set. It's all, it's all, um, um, you know, kind of stable at that point, or uh, is that something that you, this growth mindset of, you know, want to continue to, to, to learn uh, something that you, you know, came across or really felt more mm -hmm. passionate about based on your last year? Um, I would, so I definitely came into Reviture with this growth mindset of something that was big when, you know, I'd say my junior year, I did like this leadership program and mm -hmm. it was the first time I was introduced to the growth mindset. Uh, but 
in my time at Reviture, you know, with the growth mindset kind of, um, I, and you know, this is how, this is just for me. And, you know, every person's different, what they want out of, you know, their job and their career, uh, where, you know, I look at, you know, a growth mindset where I'm like, and this is, and this is, you know, water, it's kind of tough for me to really explain it, but I look at a growth mindset and I'm like, Hey, like whatever it is that, you know, that is asked of me. So in Reviture, what was ever asked of me? I, you know, would always have that, all right, let's get it done. Let's do it right. Uh, what do I all need to do and how can I help? And I think that's the one thing when the growth mindset, when in my past year is I was eager to always, you know, try new things and kind of getting back to that whole new experiences. Um, so, and with the growth mindset where I would say a lot of people, you know, especially when you're kind of starting out with Reviture and, you know, you're going through the training and then you're on your, your project is um, you need to kind of get yourself in the growth mindset. If you truly want to have success in this career, I believe. And that's not something that that's just something I believe. And I don't know if a lot of people would agree with me, but I, I really think that if you want to be good with, you know, technology, especially as a software engineer, you have to be willing to have that growth mindset to learn new tech and stay up to date with the new trends. And um, that's what's so important about working in a job in tech and especially within Reviture is you have training, you got this great training, you learn this great new skill and now you can apply it. But hey, like that's great. But what's next? You know, like mm -hmm. what are you, are you going to be okay after two years with where you're at because you know you are relocating to this client and you agreed to go to this client and to do this work and you know you got to really sit down and one you have to have that growth mindset even if you're not super happy with it but have that mindset because even if you're not doing what you love and what you want to do you're going to find out what one you don't want to do mm -hmm. and then you gain valuable experience no matter what, because you might not realize that you're learning a lot on a project that you don't enjoy, but you surely are. And you don't realize what skills that you're, you know, creating or your help fine tune. And I think that's something where you have to have an open mind, especially when you get placed on that project and you're there for, you know, a couple of years or that's one thing I would definitely really, really, you know, harp on is, having that growth mindset and even if you're on a project that you might not like very be open about everything you do take on new roles responsibilities because you never know how important that it is going to be and hey it might impress your client and maybe your client's like hey i want to bring you on you know full-time we we love you and then hey that's when the money's flying in so <laughs> that's you know that's always a thing to keep in mind though too so that's great well great insights great to hear your story um, I think it's, you know, some, some great tips there that, uh, you know, we see as well that really help people succeed and, um, yeah, en enjoyed, um, speaking with you today. Thank you very much uh, for, for your time. Um, and uh, yeah, I'll keep you posted on, uh, maybe our separate, uh, podcast and we can get into, uh, um, you know, baseball and all these other things. Yeah, of course. I'm, I always <laughs> talk about baseball. Oh man, I probably watch Moneyball sometime this month. I've watched it too many times. Yeah, that's a great one. One of my favorites yeah. too. Okay, Everett, uh, thank you very much. Uh, best of continued success. Best of luck out there in, um, in LA with Warner Brothers and Cognizant. And uh, yeah, we'll speak to you later.
Sounds good. Thanks. Thanks for having me, Kyle. And yeah, talk later. 